Greetings and welcome to the broadcast. Well, it's finally official. Kanye and Bianca have legally tied the knot. Apparently their so-called marriage prior to this wasn't quite what you call legally binding. So they recently had a ceremony where they made it official and now they are married. As such, Kanye has set about a set of rules for Bianca to follow in their new life together. And in these rules, uh, she is supposed to work out on a regular basis, I guess, to stay in shape. He is also going to decide what clothing she is going to wear, which usually out in public means nearly nude. And he is also not allowing her to speak. So, under under absolutely no circumstances is she to open her mouth unless she's on her knees in front of Kanye, in which case, well, then, I guess, have at it. So, essentially, in the terms of this marriage, Kanye has turned Bianca into a mime, where I guess the only way for her to communicate is to gesticulate and or write something down. Now, I'd like to, I'd like to just throw something out there for consideration. Let me just run it up the flagpole here and see if anybody salutes it. Let us say that uh, uh, Kanye and Bianca are out walking along a river somewhere or a body of water, and suddenly a vicious crocodile jumps out of the water and attacks Kanye. How in the world would Bianca yell for help if she's not allowed to speak? You know, she could probably use her hands and whatnot, but in, 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 in such a frantic situation, she would probably look more like a deranged version of Marcel Marceau than anything else. And in the end, Kanye, or Ye, or whatever he's calling himself these days, would end up probably getting gobbled up by the crocodile because Bianca is only allowed to gesticulate and pass around notes and not actually speak. So I, I don't know if uh, Mr. Yi uh, considered this entire arrangement when he laid down the rule that she is no longer allowed to speak, but it's something for consideration if, let's say, a crocodile does get him or maybe something else. I don't know. Also, what happens during those times when... Uh, the, the, the two lovebirds are getting romantic and they're in bed or out in full public view, as is the case lately, and they're getting down to business, making love. Uh, how does she express herself? I mean, normally it's like, oh, yes, oh, yes, baby. Oh, yeah, do me really good. Does she just write it down and show it to him on a dry erase board while they're doing the nasty or... Is there a bell by the bed she can ring? Or how does she communicate her pleasure? Well, I guess moaning technically would not be speaking. So maybe she's allowed to moan or grunt, depending on, you know, which end he's at. But, you know, it's just something to think about. Because normally there's a certain amount of communication that goes on during lovemaking. And if you, you know, if you, you know, if you can't talk, then there's half the, 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 the thrill gone right there. 
you know, I'm really starting to confuse myself with this. So anyways, I'm going to leave this to higher intelligence to consider because I'm burning up my brain. But in the end, let's just rejoice in the fact that Yi, Kanye, or whatever, and Bianca are now legally married, and they're a happy couple, and they could probably, you know, qualify for health benefits or something. Just saying. Moving right along here, let us take a few moments to speak of Britney Spears, who just recently went off to a private resort in French Polynesia to take a break after her recent Dancing with Knives episode. As many of you probably know, Brittany has been posting these videos of herself in her home, dancing around in her very skimpy underwear. I've seen a few of the videos. I've enjoyed some of the videos. Uh, the, the the Dancing with Knives video, some people found rather disturbing. In fact, the, the police were actually summoned to do a welfare check on her after she was seen strutting with the, the, the sharp instruments. Brittany claims that the knives were fake. I've seen the video, and it didn't really look that dangerous to me. I mean, I'm... The um, the three little dogs in the background, they look kind of confused and scared. Like, what's mommy doing with the knives? But I don't see where there's a problem. She's dancing, you know, and smacking the knives together, going around in circles and waving the knives in front of her face and whatnot. It's the exact same performance you would see from a Japanese chef at a Fujihana restaurant. And it's perfectly acceptable for the Japanese chef to do it. Although if he was wearing just panties and just a chef's hat, then it may not be acceptable. I really don't see why everyone's in in such an uproar because it's not like she was giving any indicators that she was going to suddenly stab herself. In fact, to tell you the truth, I really wasn't looking at the knives. I'm staring at her low-cut panties that are almost down to her, her uh, hoo-hoo, but I'm a pervert, so that, you know, it comes with the territory, and, but maybe the knives were the only thing she had available to dance with at the time, and to be quite honest, again, going back to the fact that I'm a pervert, I thought it was kind of hot, really, it was, was kind of different, you know, so, but that's just me, let me bottom line this for you, in this situation, Brittany is just being Brittany, doing what she does best. And like it, or hate it, or whatever, that's that's the way it is. And But for right now, she's enjoying a, a quiet little vacation out in French Polynesia. You know, I'd like to get a vacation in French Polynesia. Maybe if I went on TikTok and started dancing with knives in, in, in a bikini bottom... Well, actually, no. If I did that, my video would be taken down because it would violate community standards. So, anyways, let's let's not worry about Brittany. She she does her thing, and she's happy, and that's all that matters. In summation, we should not be concerned if she's dancing around in a skimpy outfit with knives. However, if we see the president in a skimpy outfit dancing around with knives, then we do need to be concerned. And that is your thought for the day. So, let me let me segue here to 
a little story that I'm sure everyone has heard of by now, and that concerns Republican Representative Lauren Boebert, who was recently kicked out of a performance of Beetlejuice the Musical in Denver, Colorado, because she and her male companion created what is known as a public disturbance. It would seem that there is video footage that shows her date fondling her exposed breasts as she appears to be whacking his wiener. Now, commenting on this matter is journalist and clinical instructor Alejandra Carabello, who pointed out in a posting on X that Bobert was busily jerking her date off in public while he was groping her in a theater in which there were children nearby who could view the entire sexual fiasco taking place. Carabello also pointed out in her posting that Bobert has been busily filling the public with lies and misinformation stating that the LGBTQ community was some sort of a threat to children. And yet, here she is, acting like some sort of a whacked-out, horny 16-year-old with a bunch of kids sitting around her in a public place. And, you know, don't try to tell us that she was not aware the kids were not present around her. She would have had to have been blind not to know that. I don't know, maybe watching Beetlejuice the musical made her so hot and horny she had to get it on right then and there. It's like, good Christ. You know, I understand that, you know, sometimes doing certain things in a public atmosphere with the risk of getting caught or seen is part of the thrill. Been there, done that. I get it. But there's a time and a place for everything. That really wasn't the time. And especially when you consider that she's a United States representative. There's a certain standard she needs to hold herself to, and this certainly ain't it. And there are some of us who still remember the uh, huge uproar that some Republicans created over the Bill Clinton-Monica Lewinsky disaster. Well, guess what? One of your own just got caught doing some very naughty hanky-panky in a place where she should not have been doing so. It just goes to show that double standards and glass houses can be very fickle things. Let me just offer up some advice to the representative. Next time you're going to act like a low-grade hoe, try getting a room. So let me take a moment to touch on some more stupidity in our world. In that story where a North Dakota man pulled a gun on a fellow McDonald's customer who refused to buy him a Happy Meal. The man who goes by the name of George Demarius approached a customer walking into McDonald's on September 30th and asked Trent Guthmiller if he could buy him a Big Mac and a Happy Meal. Guthmiller responded by telling Demarius that he should go and get a job. Demarius then got pissed off because he felt that Guthmiller was being rude and disrespectful towards him in his request for free food. And how dare he tell him to go get a job. So Demarius followed Guthmiller into the restaurant and he pulled a gun on Guthmiller. That is when he called... Guthmiller, a son of a bitch, 
and told him to go F off before he shoved the gun back in his pants and left the McDonald's. Needless to say, the police were called, and when they arrived, they eventually located the 9mm handgun hidden inside of a stroller where his one-year-old daughter was sitting. <laughs> so anyways, like I've said before about really stupid people, uh, what in the hell was this guy thinking? D does he honestly think he can pull a gun on somebody and get away with it? This was certainly not an act of self-defense. It was an act of self-stupidity. That's what it was. You know, maybe Guth Miller was right. Maybe he should go get a job instead of asking for free food. And here's the other side of the coin. If you can afford a gun, then you can afford a Happy Meal. If you can't, maybe then you ought to try selling the gun. Then maybe you could buy the Happy Meal. <laughs> you know, I'd love to see this guy uh, host one of those Tupperware parties or one of those Scentsy parties or one of those deals that you run out of your house. You have friends come over and they order stuff from you after you give the little demonstration of the products. And when it comes time for people to buy and people refuse to buy, I can see them pulling the gun and demanding that they make an order, whether they, whether they like it or not. Actually, if he is in need of a job, with his demeanor and his high-pressure tactics, he could become a timeshare salesman. That would be perfect for him. But in the end, this bozo is facing some very serious legal charges. And they're felonies, which isn't good. So he's going to be probably going to jail for a certain amount of time. So let us let us go down to Florida for some more stupidity where a 23-year-old man went to a pilot travel center in Lake Wales for a job interview. However, upon his arrival, he was told that there was nobody there who could do his interview at that point in time. So he did the next best thing that he can think of, and that's when he stole a 2022 Cadillac SUV from the parking lot. It would seem that the Cadillac belonged to a customer who had gone into the store to buy himself some chocolate. When he came out, the 23-year-old was in the process of driving off with his vehicle. In fact, he almost ran over the owner of the vehicle when he was taking it away. All I can say is, what a goddamn idiot. I mean, this is not really the, the, the way to impress a prospective employer. And by almost running over a customer with his own vehicle that you're stealing is not a way to show that you have good customer service skills. I guess this idiot just took leave of his senses and decided to, what the hell, go with the flow. The vehicle was equipped with OnStar, which eventually shut it down as the cops were chasing him on the, the highway out near Disney World, which is rather ironic. It's like, hey, you just stole a customer's vehicle. What are you going to do now? Oh, I'm going to Disney World. So this buffoon, like the buffoon at McDonald's with the gun, is also facing some serious legal charges and most likely a, a fair amount of time in jail. And, uh, and call me stupid, but I'm guessing he's probably not going to get the job either. While I'm on the subject of crime and punishment, in the few minutes we have remaining here in this episode of the podcast... I would like to discuss the subject of flipping the bird. Yes, that defiant act of raising one or both of your middle fingers up in utter defiance of someone who has just pissed you off 
Usually it will occur on the road or sometimes in other public forums. We've all done it. We've all been there. We all know what's going on. While doing some research for some stories for future episodes of this show, I came across a few articles concerning people who have been cited in or arrested for flipping the bird to law enforcement. And I was kind of surprised at how many times this has happened in the last few years. Now, let me make this quite perfectly clear to everyone and anyone out there in law enforcement or the law or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Flipping the bird is a form of speech. And it is protected under what we call freedom of speech. You cannot arrest somebody for doing that. It's like what I do here. This is uh, me verbally flipping the bird to some people. Uh, It is my right, and I do not expect to be arrested or charged for it. Unfortunately, there are some members of law enforcement who do not have a basic grasp of this thing called the United States Constitution, which assures us, those of us in the civilian populace, the right to do certain things. If you couple this with the fact that we're rapidly uh, plunging into a police state in this country, and I I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist or a doomsday advocate, but it's the truth of the matter. More and more of our rights are being taken away in the name of public safety and uh, law enforcement. It is a truism that Big Brother is taking away our freedoms, And many of us are oblivious to this fact and are more than happy to bend over and let Big Brother give it to us straight up the ass. Now, I'm not trying to make this sound like a cop bashing segment here, which it is not. Uh, They do have a difficult job in protecting us. But by the same token, we have a job in ensuring that our rights are not trampled on. So if you want to flip a cop the bird, and if you feel that you're justified in doing so, then by all means, flip the bird. Enjoy yourself. It's bad enough that virtually every single thing we do these days is regulated. The least that we can do is to ensure that our basic fundamental rights as granted by the United States Constitution are held tight and secure. It's like that fancy little term that the cops use now when they call somebody a person of interest in a crime. That is how they take away your basic rights under the criminal laws and make you the prime suspect. That's what it comes down to. It's a way of getting around the uh, innocent until proven guilty. That's what that is. I can't believe that we as a society even allowed law enforcement to come up with that bullshit. But we did. Shame on us. So, to, to let me sum up my little tirade here. Let us remain vigilant and let us make sure that the Constitution does not one day become a memory because if we're not careful, one of these days there are going to be so many laws and restrictions in place in our lives that if you blow your nose the wrong way on a Sunday, you're going to wind up in prison for 10 years. Just saying. So on all that glorious note, it is now now time for me to bid you adieu and sign off and say sayonara 
before I go, though, I, I would like to, to, to point out that um, twice in the last couple of weeks while driving on the interstate nearby here, Interstate 83, I had two different people on two different occasions who suddenly decided to come to a stop or near a stop in front of me. I'm not sure if you're aware of this or not, but you're not supposed to come to a dead stop on an interstate when the traffic is moving. So I, the first person was a, this this older lady. I guess she was terrified of the truck beside her, the tractor trailer beside her. So she suddenly decides to stop right in front of me. I, it's like it's a good thing I, I had enough distance to slow down and get around her. But uh, you know, don't don't let's not start a tradition here of just doing that because that, that's a very dangerous thing to do. And I almost crap my pants for Christ's sakes. So just keep moving. That's what the interstate is designed for, a steady flow of traffic. The key words being steady flow. But anyways, so long for now. Thank you for listening to this podcast. By all means, please feel free to subscribe to this joyful assortment of verbal assaulting of the ears. And until next time, take care, be happy, be nice. Don't do naughty things in public. And so long for now. Bye-bye.